0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Alone Together podcast, where the loners aren't alone. I'm Layla. I'm Journey. And today, we are going to talk about how to embrace the changes in your life. We're both going through changes, so it's pretty fitting, and we're working through it right now. So what's a better time to talk about it than when you're going through it? We're learning as we go. Everyone's learning as they go, but there are some tips that we have. Yeah. And some things that we're using to embrace this change that's going on in our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've all dealt with change in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's going through different changes, though. Um, I feel like right now my biggest change is probably just I've been taking on a lot in academics, in work. You have. And, um I barely have any free time anymore, but for real, I'm just embracing that you change. Miss my brother. <laughs> I've been going hard, but for some reason, I'm still going. It's for a reason. And yeah, We're I grind. Hope I can see the fruits of my labor soon. But I'm learning and to will. deal with this change. And what changes are you going through? <laughs> Everything. Shoot, my whole
1: life. I feel like is changing. Like, I mean you know, like, relationship, teens, and um, school, like, I feel like I'm really coming, like, into my purpose, mm. into us, in a different way right now, and it's making everything change, like, the way I approach school, the way I am thinking about my future, like, yeah, everything's changing, because I'm starting to realize what I actually want to do, and trying to do everything that aligns with that instead of just miscellaneous crap. That's like for nothing, you know? Yeah. But I just feel like it's just a part of life. Like why resist change, you know, when it's inevitable, like as lovely Janaiko said, change is inevitable. Why hold on to what you have to let go of? Mm -hmm. Like some things just the way I see it is everything is temporary, you know? People like situations, experiences, everything is temporary. And at the end of the temporary, there's going to be a change that comes. So why resist it? Maybe we don't think that temporary is, you know, a month or two months or a year, but eventually it's going to end. And that's maybe a gloomy way to look at things, but um, it, it prepares you for the change and you know, throughout life, we're going to change. We're going to evolve. I am not who I was 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, six months ago, one month ago. (laughs) I'm a whole new person right here in this moment. So if I can see that change in my whole life, like why continue to resist, even though it may hurt. Mm
0: -hmm. And like, even though the change that I'm going through now, I would say it's a good change. And I feel Mm -hmm. that too, like coming into my purpose, like I'm really working with some professors that are just amazing right now and they're doing a lot of amazing abolition work and I'm starting to realize how heavy it's going to be to work in a field like that and just how heavy it is working for activism in general Mm -hmm. and like when I'm going into these classes and these spaces like I've realized that I'm a highly sensitive person like I've already (laughs) cried four (laughs) times today. And, you know, that's heavy, but even though it's a good change, like, it's also, it can still be painful. It can yeah. still be hard because, yeah, you know, it's hard realizing, it's like, it's uncomfortable and it's like, sometimes realizing your purpose and realizing, like, how much it's going to take and also how much, like, how heavy it can be, it can be really Yo, hard to come to terms nah, with. For real. Like... <laughs>
1: you know, I say this <laughs> in the most humbly way possible. I truly just feel like I am here to make a huge difference on this planet. Like what I want to do is not light, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I feel like once I realize that it's just like, man, like it's going to take a lot of work, but the way I see it is we are, you know, we accepted it. And so it's let's something do it.
0: like, I don't know when you're working in your purpose the work is fun even though it's yeah. heavy it's fun. Yeah. And I feel like anyone that feels like they're on this earth to make a difference to make a change I would consider you an activist. And activism yeah. is just a really hard place to be in like yeah. there's so much trauma you have to deal with and yeah. like you're constantly reminded of the stuff that we're going through but you know someone in my class said today um you know everyone is saying like F America and F this, but we need to stop saying that, especially people of color and Native Americans, because we built this country. So instead of saying F America, we need to be saying How can we retake our country back?" And that just really reframed my mind because I'm like, that's true. I'm the type of person where I'll be like, I'm moving, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just starting to come to terms with the fact that like I really need to just. Do We're what here I for know a reason. I need to do. We're in this generation. And we for really a reason. did build this country. Our ancestors built this country. So we need to make it better in the mm-hmm. best way we possibly can. And mm-hmm. it takes change and it's uncomfortable and it's hard. But that leads us into our biggest theme of today, which is acceptance. Acceptance, <laughs> bro. Like
1: I swear every time I'm going through something, I just nowadays I just tell myself, accept. Accept how you feel, accept how the other person may feel, accept the situation that's happening, mm-hmm. and accept that whatever is happening is going to change everything, maybe. And it's accept that it's never going to be the same. Like the resistance is what makes it so hard. Like mm-hmm. you just have to surrender sometimes yes. to the change. Like surrender to the game of
0: life. Yeah. Surrender
1: to life. <laughs> like there's no explanation. There's, Everything is changing as we speak, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes we just hold on to what we don't want to change. And that's what makes it so hard. But if you just accept in that moment, like, and surrender, it's still going to be hard, but you're going to be 20 steps ahead because you're not so stressed about like, what ifs you can't be dwelling on the what ifs and what it could have been because it's not.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to say the psychological definition of acceptance, because I thought that it was very interesting. It wasn't what I expected, but it's taking a stance of non-judgmental awareness and actively embracing the experience of thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations as they occur. And in this definition, I think it's basically just saying to be present, to accept the feelings that you're going through. And mm-hmm. I think resistance can be really small and it becomes a habit. So it could be something as small as like you're feeling sad. So you're going to go eat your pain away. Or when you're sad, you just binge watch shows and then you build, build this habit of having something to distract yourself when you're sad and just kind of yeah running away from those feelings and then you never deal with it. And you wonder why you feel sad every day and why yeah. this oh. change is affecting you so bad. Talk to me, Layla. And it's just like, sometimes you, well, not sometimes, all the time. You have to sit with it and you just really have to accept it. And that is you something that I've been doing it. recently. Like, cause I don't know, I've always been deemed like the person that's not sensitive, but I've been crying a lot this week mm-hmm. and like, I just had to sit with it Me and too. really cry and get it out. Like, too. I don't know. And it's not like, I don't know. I think it was just like the pain of a long time coming out. Cause it's yeah. not like something happened. Like I've just been crying and yeah. I just, the Sat with that sadness mm-hmm. and really just let it happen. Because, see, exactly. I can't distract myself. With this change that
1: I'm going through, you know, the whole...
0: Break up.
1: <laughs> You know, like, I was just... Uh. In the past version of me, let's, you know, in the past, I, I was mad at myself for being sad and for, you know, like... I shouldn't be sad over this. But then this time I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the time to be sad and accept that I'm sad right now and talk it out with whoever is willing to talk it out with me, because that's what helps me Mm -hmm. like getting it out and just, you know, acknowledging like I'm not okay right now. Yeah. And, but that doesn't, I'm not saying that I'm going to be not okay forever. It's just right now I'm not okay. And, but It's not like I haven't been here before, so I know that I can get through it. And that was one of my points. Like, you have seen yourself, we've all seen ourselves go through so many changes. And sometimes it's a new experience, which is what makes the change hard, because Mm -hmm. we've never gone through something like that before. But if you've gone through something like that before, use the tools that help you get through it last time, this time, if they're healthy. yeah, (laughs) And... um. You know, whatever helped you last time, if you had a strong support system, if you journaled all the time, if you went to yoga all the time, whatever you did to heal yourself last time, like, find that yeah. and and do that.
0: Yeah. And if it wasn't easy last time and you were doing unhealthy things, really take a deep look at what part of the change you were resisting. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. acceptance is... It goes hand in hand with resistance. Like there, that's yeah. a choice to me. You could either accept or you can resist. Mm-hmm. So I think finding out what in the past you have been resisting and what that stems from, because I mean, most of it stems from our childhood, yeah. as we all know. All but of it, yeah, basically all <laughs> of it. So just what is making you resist? Because most of the time, you'll realize it's not even that situation that's causing you to resist. It's something. Right. It's something about it's like yourself. Fear of Rejection or something yeah. deep. And it's like looking you can't be mad at yourself for feeling sad and you can't be mad at someone for making you feel sad cuz regardless of any of that whatever you saw in that person is also something you saw in yourself in yourself we so are all so that is why it's so easy yes. like when you're going through something even if that person's not in your life anymore to reflect on yourself and that's mm-hmm. why being alone is so powerful cuz everyone mm-hmm. in your life was in your life for a reason they mm-hmm. were in your life because of something that you saw in them Mm -hmm. and why do you see something in someone because you see it in yourself Mm -hmm. exactly
1: exactly and this whole process I've just been like you know trying to take a look at myself and you know it's it's difficult because it's like how did I you know contribute to this outcome but (laughs) accept it like Mm -hmm. and move on it's never going to be the same. So you have to live with that. And right now we can't fathom the change that we're going to undergo in like the next five years. Mm-hmm. Cause it's about to be a pivotal five years. Like our age right now is <laughs> like early twenties is crazy to me. And I feel like that's when people go through their most significant parts of life. And, you know, we're about to go through that. We're about to go through a whole lot of change, a whole lot of unexpected change. And we have to learn to just adapt.
0: Definitely. Because
1: it'll just make our life so much easier. And if we can just surrender to the flow of life, like nothing gonna stress us for real. Like real things are gonna stress us, not the little things that we know are, you know, we can overcome easily.
0: Yeah. And I feel like looking back, is a good powerful tool especially looking back on your inner child because sometimes I just like I get so caught up in everything that's going on and I'm like I don't know just disappointed I would say resisting stuff like that disappointment is you when you look back at your inner child it's like dang like when I think about it like I know the young me would be so proud of myself today mm-hmm. so why am I so hard on myself like mm-hmm and sometimes you just have to reflect like that that's
1: deep and express or show send whatever gratitude to the little you who would be proud and Mm -hmm. who is probably i think about that i think about about that a lot because five years ago my dream was to be where i am right now going to usc i wasn't spiritual five years ago for real but I mean, having a podcast was not even a thought to me. I didn't even listen to podcasts. So, you know, that's a, that's a huge, significant change that was for the better. And in between that time, like, I, I went through a lot that, like, changed me negatively and positively. But I appreciate it all now because mm-hmm. it, it made me who I am right now. And that's why I'm just trying to show gratitude towards the situations I'm going through right now. Because I know that in a year or a few years, it's going to make me into a stronger person. Like, I'm going to be so much more emotionally mature and just equipped to go about this life because of this change that I'm going through right now. It sucks right now, but in the future,
0: it, it'll it make me who I am. Yeah. And you even have to be grateful for your suffering and you really do. just, like, stand in your suffering sometimes because, like you were saying, like, Even when I look back on childhood trauma, like, I don't regret anything. It's just, it really was set up this way to make me who I am today. I don't know if I would be here if it wasn't for any of that. I don't know if I would be here if it wasn't for all the things that I lost, the people that I lost, the stuff that I went through, and it's definitely all for a reason, and I'm not, like, happy about the bad things that happened to me. But I'm still grateful that I am where I am Mm -hmm. and that it made me who I am. And you overcame. We have
1: to look at every situation as something that had to happen in your personal journey Mm -hmm. in order to shape the individual you are right here. Because, you know, you went through a completely set of things different than me, different than everybody else. You know, we've all experienced unique, significant trauma, love, whatever the case may be. And that's what makes us us. And I just feel like anytime we're going through this, like, changing time in our life, it's just God in the universe, like, making room for something new. Yeah. Like, if it's changing significantly, if people are leaving your life, people are entering your life, like, that is for a reason that is going to be revealed eventually. And I think for a long time, I, like... close myself off to like people. Well, I still do. Let's be real. I'm very Man. anti-social because I don't like to get close to people and risk being hurt or betrayed or whatever the case may be. And sometimes, you know, you take the chance on them and that's what happens, but it's for a reason. You know, everything's for a reason. And maybe that person is gonna change your life. And even if it's good or if it's bad, you know,
0: it's making you you it's all for a reason but sometimes i'll be like dang how many people got to betray me before <laughs> Man. like what's the lesson in this like Man. i'm not that's i'm been not thought it last anymore week. <laughs> Because, like, I've been, I've already been How there anti-social, like, I'm so anti-social. I was telling my roommate, like, when I first moved into that apartment, I was like, I'm not talking to any of these people, like, I'm in Now and they're out. your besties. And now, yeah, now we're all super close. and I'm like, dang, like, I could have closed myself off and missed out on this opportunity to yeah. be friends with people, but I think it was so cute that, like, I'm working these people it. are my roommates <laughs> because I'm like, you know, I really am still closed off, but I'm just like look, there is good people in the world. Like there are a few. So yeah, (laughs) no, I literally thought that when I was at the internship with
1: Goldman Sachs in New York, like we had a literal social hour and I wasn't, I didn't even want to talk. Like I was just standing at the table, eating my pizza. Like, yeah, this is cool. You know, tomorrow we got the program and I'm out of here. But then these two girls came up to me and I was like, All right, I'll talk now. And I'm glad I did because I met so many kids who are doing crazy cool things like from all over. And I could have just stood in the corner and ate my pizza. Mm -hmm. And like you said, missed out on the opportunity. Like, you know, I'm working on it. There's some cool people out there. And one thing that I've been learning is that you don't have to open yourself up to everybody. You don't. Not everybody needs to know the depths of you. You really don't. Some people just need to know the surface level journey and that's okay. Even though the depths of me, I think is pretty cool. (laughs) Not (laughs) everybody deserves
0: to, to experience that. And that goes for everybody. Like you got to protect your peace because some people don't have the capacity to understand the true perception of yourself or even like get close to it so like there's just no point so I mean that's the reality of it and it it sucks and you can be I know people that I was around for years and they still don't know me I feel like (laughs) but that's some Scorpio stuff we're mysterious mysterious. we are (laughs) for real though like we are everyone tells me I'm mysterious and it's funny because I like talk so much but nobody knows me (laughs) that's that's what gets them you talk so much yet they know nothing nothing and that's what then they gotta make stuff up but that's a different (laughs) story for another day (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we're terrible okay anyway Uh,
1: change you know yeah it's a a weird thing Mm. but I think that you know, like, mental health makes change hard. And I've been thinking that this week that I've been going through this, like, I'm shocked that I'm, like, I haven't um, been anxious. Like, I haven't really felt anxiety through this. Because I feel like anxiety is more so living in the future. And I've been in the past. Mm-hmm. And I feel like depression is the past. yeah, And that's why I'm like, Ugh. With myself right now Because I just want to get out of this But sometimes you just gotta Accept it And you know I'm not saying accept being depressed And be depressed for a little bit But like people who struggle with that That's gonna
0: be like an obstacle In the healing process Yeah and it's It could be good to reflect on the past But you just Once it's no longer serving you Once you're yeah. like gotta At really some go. point it's just like you keep rerunning the past back and you're trying to make sense of what somebody did to you or what happened or There's why no it ended point. that way. And you're never going to make sense of it because we don't you're know not what's them. going on in their minds. literally. And we don't know if they're telling us the truth. Literally. Especially if it's a man. Words so are see-through. you literally just have to, you have to reflect, you have to feel sad, you have to acknowledge your thoughts and your emotions because yeah. that is acceptance But once it's not serving you, Mm -hmm. then you do have to move on. And once you just,
1: I feel like, you know, you have to just come to your own closure. Like, the past, like Like you said, it's just not serving anymore. It's done. Like, it's it's truly just over with. Mm -hmm. Five minutes is over with. Five minutes ago is over with. You know, that's the past now. And I can't do nothing about anything. Yeah. And so, like we're saying, accept it. Like... (laughs) The change is inevitable.
0: It It truly is. is. So we asked on our Instagram some changes that people are going through in their lives. And um, we wanted to give some advice on that. And one that really stood out to me was someone asked about the change of family members getting old and grief. And me and Journey have both had significant losses in our life, pretty early on. I think we might have been the same age. It was my senior year. Well, it was my junior year. Yeah, I was. We were this. It 15. was the same time. Yeah. So, um, I would That's say crazy. that when I went through that that loss, it it, um,
1: it tore my whole world Yeah, hard. like I,
0: I did not handle that healthily. Yeah. Like if I could do it all over again, then I would do what I'm talking about now. I would sit with that. But when I was young, I feel like my first instance, like when I would go through something really difficult, it would just be to hide the pain. Like Mm -hmm. I was taught to never cry and to Mm -hmm. be emotionally strong. So even Mm -hmm. when I was like told that my strong, like one of the closest family members to me was going to pass away over the phone, like. My first thing that I did was run away to my room, mm-hmm. and I didn't want even my family to see me cry at that time. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's really sad, but mm-hmm. um, I just held that in for a very long time. And I thought that changing my environment and going to my dream school would help, but nothing helps with grief and loss except but dealing with it, literally dealing with it. Because if you don't, you just have all of this anger and this frustration and this. I don't know. It's just grief is such, like, it's so many emotions. It's so many emotions at once. And, like, just sitting with that and trying to cover it up, like, it's really hard to do anything. And I feel like it held me back so much in so many things. So I had to deal with it eventually. But I think that it's never easier.
1: You just get stronger. Yeah. You just learn to deal with it. And you just, you just assimilate to the new norm. Like, When that loss happened to me, like, I don't think I processed it until six months after. Yeah. And when I did, I was crying, like, every day. Mm -hmm. And every time I would cry, I would just be like, I just miss them, like, so much. A key person in my life is just gone. Like, I didn't know how to deal with that, nor was I ready. It was out of the blue at that. And I just feel like, you know, I put it off for so long because... I was just like, she's happier. Like, she's at peace now. But I wasn't. Mm -hmm. But I was just trying to be like, you know what? She's not suffering in this world no more. So why should I be sad? She didn't want me to be sad. So why should I be sad? Not that that's a bad way of thinking, but in terms of grief, it is. Because I wasn't accepting and acknowledging how I was feeling. And it made it a lot harder for me to deal with. But that is a change that is just not easy. Mm -hmm. Like it's never going to be easy. Yeah. You just have to learn how to deal with it. And eventually that thought of they're better, they're in a better world now they're in heaven now, like did give me comfort in the change because I was like, you know, their life here wasn't that great. Like she was in bed all day, you know, bored watching TV, couldn't do nothing for herself. So you know, it was better for her. And that gave me comfort in the grief. Like,
0: she's probably more happier there than here. Yeah, I think that for me, it was kind of a different situation. And she was really young. Yeah. So it didn't really, like, make sense to me. There was nothing that could come for me for it. Yeah. The only thing that I could do is accept it and just reflect on the good memories that we had. Instead of, yeah. for a long time, like, after you lose someone, I feel like you just keep replaying those last moments yeah and for me like the last moments were in the hospital for months so like that's hard that's just like a horrible thing to have constantly replaying so I had to reframe it and just think about all the good memories and all the good times and that's what helped me get through it and then right. as far as family members getting old I think it's just being present being there for yeah. them enjoy while it they're now. here like enjoy it and like don't try to avoid it like I think a lot of yeah. people try to avoid it when they see family members getting old, and they know that change is on the way. And you can't do that. You really you can. just can't. Like you have to be present and you have to be there because that's all you can do in that moment. It's literally all you
1: can do is just enjoy the now. Like, and that goes for any change. Like, even when you're experiencing like a huge shift in your life, like, just be present with yourself. If every moment, like one minute at a time, is the way I've been thinking these past like few weeks, like I can just worry about myself right now. I don't know what's gonna happen with whoever in a few months and a few weeks, but all I can do is just enjoy the now. Like ex- remember what is good, not what is bad. Mm-hmm. And we also had somebody else um, say feeling alone but not being like physically alone and um i mean change like in being alone i feel like that is when you grow the most yeah change is growth loss is growth and um when you go through these changes, when you learn so much about yourself and sometimes it makes you isolate. Cause it's just like, I don't know what's happening in my life right now. So I don't want to be around nobody else. till I figure myself out. Yeah. And you know, that's okay sometimes because you got to sit with yourself and just, I mean, shoot, find yourself and find what it, it is you're resisting because that's going to yeah. tell you everything.
0: And I, I just think that if you're feeling alone around people, then there's something deeper there and you need to really be alone and figure out what that is. Cause it can be hard when you Embrace have the distractions around you, when you have, you're not physically alone, but you're feeling this way. Um, there's nothing anyone else can do to help you. You can only <laughs> help yourself like realistically, maybe a ther- uh, therapist can help you, but you have to help yourself and being alone gives you that time to reflect. That separation gives you that time to reflect. And mm-hmm. if it's a relationship and that's why you're not alone, then you can't be there for that person if you're feeling lonely the whole time you're with them. So Mm -hmm. don't put them through that, Mm -hmm. you know? Isolate yourself. You have to isolate yourself to you feel
1: better sometimes. I truly believe that. Like, you know, some people heal from being around others, but if it's loneliness that you're experiencing, you have to truly learn how to be alone. Like, that is something that is gonna really make you stronger, I feel like, throughout your life Mm -hmm. because- I seen something the other day and it said, everybody leaves, So learn to love being alone. And I truly believe that, like not saying everyone's not going to be in my life, but eventually like, <laughs> shoot, they aren't. Yeah. We, we're going to die alone. Yeah. Like that's just how it goes. <laughs> so I feel like you have to learn how to embrace that. And not everybody's going to want to be around you all the time. You're not going to want to be around people all the time. Like <laughs> oh my God, no. embrace, embrace that loneliness and Just learn to love your own company. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you will never, ever be in search
0: for anybody else. That's true. Um, Another one we got is college sleep schedule and work changes in these. So I feel like we touched on that a lot because that's most of the changes we're going through. Adapt. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Learn to find a schedule or a routine that works for you and, and gratitude. Gratitude is just huge because, I don't know, like we be stressing over college and we be talking about it a lot, but I'm taking this class in prison. And when you hear the things (laughs) that these women go through, it's just like, how am I complaining about being anything in college? Like, how am I complaining about being in college when they are saying that this one college class that they're taking changed their life and it's the best thing that they have to look forward to every week? And I'm complaining about my educational opportunities it just doesn't make sense like this is really a privilege our ancestors couldn't go to college they fought for this they really fought for this college used to be exclusively for white men I'm not gonna sit here and complain about college anymore and I actually <laughs> you right. deeply enjoy my education and that's all I want to do is learn more stuff so like I'm tired <laughs> of complaining about college it is what it is Same. you have to learn to love your education if you don't love it then maybe you're not studying the right thing or maybe college not, just for real. isn't for you
1: it some it's not for everyone. People, college is not for everyone, but also college really ain't for you if you ain't doing what you want. If you going to school because your parents want you to be a doctor and you pre-med and you want to like die every week drowning in work, that's why you hate it. Yeah. Like, like I started loving school, shoot, this semester because my classes are like Dope, bro. Like, I'm really learning cool. Like, never would I thought I'd be at USC learning about yoga and consciousness. Like,
0: what? Taking a yoga class? Like, what? Never did I think that. When you're even, like, you can be so busy, sleep schedule messed up. That's me. I'm off six hours of sleep. I woke up at 7 a.m. to go to this class. Like, I'm on the go all week this week, but I looked forward to every single class I was taking, every single thing I was doing, and I never felt tired. I'm fine. And like, you know it's going to pay
1: off in the long run. Like, it's temporary. I always say that, like, it's just temporary, bro. College is temporary. When I, you know, I'm saying how I'm, like, feeling like I came into my purpose, I know what I want to do. I think, like, I'm 99% sure I'm going to get my PhD now. That sounds insane to me, but It's temporary you know I'm gonna get through it and it'll be so worth it like, yeah
0: and when it comes to education it's like if you really want to do take something that me. and if you really want to do something even after you graduate even after if you get your PhD you're still going to be learning about it exactly you're still going to have to learn in whatever job you do the rest of your life the like whatever you job you do you're going to be learning as you, have you go to the adapt whole with the changes. time so if you're not learning about something you want you're not going to like working in that job. You're not going to like learning about that career. You're not going to want to grow in that. That's why you really have, like, I'm sorry, but screw what your parents (laughs) think. Like you really have to study what you want. Like it's your life. And I don't think parents should push you to like do something you don't want to do. Exactly. And if you do what you want, it's going to be fruitful because you're
1: putting the effort, the passion you have for it behind it. How could it fail? I read a book one time and it said, if you're putting all the work in to do something, how could
0: it possibly fail if you're putting the work in? The 10,000 hours rule. And like, that could easily apply to, like, knowledge. If you're spending 10,000 hours reading a book about something that you love, you're going to be able to do that thing. You can write a book about that thing yourself. So I was listening to Larry June last night.
1: <laughs> and I heard him say this, like, three times in three different songs. But now it's applying to this moment right here. But he said... You got to adapt with the time or you got to like adapt with the changes or grow with the changes, something like that. But as, you know, as time goes on, the whole world going to change. Like soon, I'm sure everything's going to be freaking AI, digital, you know, everything's going to be on these electronics. Our grandparents are going to have to adapt with the changes just like we are. Mm -hmm. And that's just like life. Like everything's going to change because the world is constantly changing society's constantly changing it's not just us and we have to adapt with that so it's just like we got to learn how to be cool with the change and just go with the flow surrender Mm -hmm. and flow we are ever evolved we're energy like we said in the last episode like energy is steadily evolving steadily changing it never dies therefore you know we're always going to be changing, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Yeah.
0: And when you're young, it's so easy to get complacent and just like yeah. close off to the world and yeah. just think, oh my gosh, these changes in my life are so hard. But talk to one old person. They've been through it all. They've like, been through everything. And there's so many books of like people in the past that have been through the same exact things. Yeah, Maya Angelou is one of my favorite writers. But when you just read about her life, it's like, dang. For real, like, she really went through it. And, like, even talking to my grandparents, like, they really went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Nah, like, they dealt- they're they alive. They're here. Like, word. they're fine. So we could get through it, too. But sometimes it takes reaching out to those people just to realize, like, you are not the only one. And, you know, the changes that we're facing. You're not alone. The people in the past and our ancestors were carrying so much weight and did so much more with so much less. Amen. So we can definitely t- do whatever we We can overcome anything. We can overcome it. We're, and we're I, good.
1: Exactly. Like, not to minimize anybody's problems, but a lot of our problems are minimal as hell. Compared to, like, compared to the real, civil rights movement? Yeah. Compared what? to real-life struggles, these little things are probably so minimal to people. And that's why whenever I'm going through hard changes, I always just want to be around my family because- They've been through it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so much older than me, but I talk to them because they've gone through exactly what I've gone through. A million through. times. Exactly. And they look at they're it like ancient. <laughs> Girl, you barely hitting that stage of your life? Oh, okay. Exactly. Bring me back to reality. Exactly. Like I right, you're right. Like in five years from now I'm gonna be like,
0: oh. That, that happened to me. I've been talking to my family like they're ancient artifacts. Like, <laughs> they are. But no. they, for real. Nah, but like on a serious note, on a serious <laughs> note, like i just been thinking a lot about Turkey because I did not realize how bad that earthquake is. But like 20,000 people died. Like they're going through that right now as we're sitting down recording this podcast. So for me to even think that me having to get up and go to school is hard when people are literally watching Come their in. family die and searching for people that maybe made it, maybe not just searching for bodies. Like it's just really hard for me to think that my life is hard right now. You're right. It's not. And, and that's I'm, always the case. There's always something going on in the world. So it's just like,
1: yeah, just take a step back. Just take a step back. Look and be the for grand real. Scheme. Life is hard. And sometimes I think I get so caught up in like the emotional turmoil of life. Like, I'm so tired of this happening to me, or I'm tired of being the good person. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you know what, I'm here for a reason. Like, I'm that person in this earth for a reason. And like you said, there's a lot of other things to be stressing about. And my dad used to always tell me that your life is not hard. Like, you know, what are you complaining about? My mom
0: always tells me that.
1: You, what I Everyone been, tells me that. Literally, like, they went through, but they're right. Like, compared they to my dad's right. up- upbringing, my life is
0: They're the right, most but I still like ever. to give them a hard time. Me too. I don't <laughs> like, understand. Are you, you don't know how hard it is. <laughs> Maybe, like, shut up. Like, I'm just playing, bro. I know it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love the dramatics of it sometimes. Right. <laughs> Literally, i like, mom, can you bring me some love? I just need a hug, bro. Like, <laughs> I just want attention from you. I haven't seen you in a while. Literally, it go like that. It really do. Uh, but
1: I encourage everybody to, um, like, if you're going through a really significant change right now, what helped me, um, is writing out, like, everything I learned from the change and the experience, like, as it goes on. But, like, when the significant change in my life happened, I just sat down and, like, started writing everything I learned from the situation. I feel like I filled up three pages of my journal of just little things that I took away from it, learned about myself, learned about them, life. And it just made me reflect real deep, like, this is just a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And my very first, my first heartbreak is what <laughs> I feel like propelled me into my spiritual self now, because like, I had to reframe my whole thinking of it. And that made me look at it as an experience, a learning experience. And from that point on, like my life changed and how I saw everything change, changed. And It was for the better. So, you know, maybe taking that time to reflect is going to enact a change that's counteracting the negative
0: change. Mm -hmm. I would say the biggest thing is just find out where the resistance is coming from and dig deep. But I really like that, writing what the change showed you, because sometimes it's really hard to understand why you're going through something and just Mm -hmm. writing it out and writing down your experience can help you see what the takeaway was. Mm -hmm. And- Um, everything's a lesson. Yeah, everything is a lesson. I think you truly have to go into life thinking like that. Mm -hmm. Even your suffering is going to provide you with the lesson in the end. So just enjoy it Mm -hmm. and surrender, really surrender Mm -hmm. to this game of life Mm because I guarantee you Every single time it's gonna come full circle. It always I was about to say that does. goodbye. It always does, even with the littlest things, like life is so full circle. And the minute you release is the minute you
1: release into the world, but it always comes back. Mm-hmm. It's truly like what goes around comes around. What gets put out comes back. Like it is.
0: And it shows us that time and time again, but somehow we still like tend to fall into the like, like thinking this is pointless, yeah. but it's never pointless. It's never
1: pointless. And at some point you have to learn. I seen this thing that said the same thing keeps it happening to you because it's the same lesson popping into your life. Are you going to learn from it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to actually be like, you know what? I've experienced this before and this is how I'm going to deal with it this time. Or I'm going to grow from it this time and not let myself you know, fall victim to my shortcomings from the last time.
0: Yeah. And that mindset helped me like moving on from a lesson that I was constantly, constantly like going through and never moved on from. Now I feel like I'm just learning so much deeper and heavier stuff and it's like if I never learned that first lesson then I couldn't be here right now learning this Mm -hmm. and even though it's hard I'm grateful that I'm learning this because I know that it's going to be a big lesson in my life
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it was never meant to be easy y'all that's all I
1: gotta say like life is hard period for everybody and waking up every day can be difficult and especially when you're going through a change like it is hard because you don't know what you're doing because it's changing but that is the point none of us know what we're doing for real right so just learn just surrender and learn how to deal with it Mm -hmm. so that next time you got it period (laughs) Period. so i hope this helped y'all like it helped me and all the changes we've gone through and are experiencing right now we just wanted to Share our wisdom. Yeah. And yeah.
0: we're probably going to have to revisit this because it's sure. always changing. Y'all. For sure. It's always changing. And maybe we'll have a full circle moment with this episode. So that'll be exciting. But Oh, that'll be cute. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for watching. Be yes. sure to like, comment, subscribe. Tell us some of the changes you're going through. And if you do any of the things that we do to help with changes in your life.
1: Yes. Thank y'all. Thank
0: you. <laughs>